Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Ben Sherratt scored his second goal of the game, 103 into overtime to give Montreal a 5-4 victory at Calgary here at the Saddledome. Jeff Petrie, Nick Suzuki, and Mike Hoffman also scored for Montreal. And the Hamburglar made 30 saves. Can we get the guy some red, white, and blue pads, please? He had green and white pads, for God's sake. What was Junior B? It's a National Hockey League. Get him some pads that match. Anyways, they won. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. We're broadcasting live officially now from the stage bar at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. What a day. What a day. It's been fantastic. I said everybody here at Grey Eagle's in a great mood, which it's not like it's the start of a new week. They're open 24 hours a day, Gino DiPaoli, don't you know, as we bring in our special guest here in yeah. hour two. How you doing, Gino? Good. I'm up I'm up 75 bucks at the tables. I got, showed up too early. I started How to play ahead. He's on a heater. He's on a heater. I shouldn't have left, but I was like, I got to. I, I figured I would have I would have finally just blew, blown it right before we had to get on. So. If you miss work because of gambling, you might have a problem. I, listen, we could sit here. Are you <laughs> yeah. ready to have a lot of fun today? Yes, I have always have fun with you. Right? Yeah, so this gentleman from Fan960 Calgary, he's the voice of the Okotoks Oilers, and I said, are you good to have a good NHL discussion today? Junior hockey discussion. You're not, af- you're not afraid to throw your hat into the ring with a CFL discussion either. As no, I not. It's, it's probably my weak points these days, but happy to do so. Yeah. Well, you can, you can punch in your I, weight I, class. Yeah, I'll try. Yeah. So for those that just tuned in <laughs> live on Game Plus Television, YouTube live streaming, or maybe you're listening to the podcast in hour two, I just want to tell you again, it's only taken a month. No, through nobody's fault. But we finally got the setup that I had envisioned. It looks great. A month ago. Yeah, what do you like about We're on the stage in the middle of the casino overlooking the entire beautiful Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. It's unreal. Like, you got the nice guitars. Or who's behind you there? You got... I don't even know. Well, a Beach Boys guy, I think. Okay, yeah. I'm not the biggest music guy, to be honest. I, that's fair. I, I like the... But I, I love the Bedard jersey, by the way. That red is... Oh, Dude. I finally got to see with my own two eyes. Dude. <laughs> I get asked... About Connor Bedard in this southern Alberta area, every day somebody's asking about him. Because everybody thought the Flames would be terrible enough to draft him in two years. That's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen, but no, it may not happen. And I don't think it will happen. But what's the deal? They've caught Bedard fever out here. <laughs> They're just excited for a junior prospect that's from Western Canada a little bit. And I think more than anything... That class of with Bedard and his birth year, there's a lot of highly touted draft class. I know you've had Sam Cosentino on in the past. Like, there's just another young phenom that's from Western Canada. Like the last phenom was Sidney Crosby or Connor McDavid. They're out east here in Alberta. They're this, pretty, this is the first one. This is a Western phenom, and it hasn't been like that since probably what? Who would have been the last Western phenom that come out of junior that was like with the highly touted? Yeah, the first in the pop in my head was Jared Stoll, but there's got to be somebody like since him. Jeff Friesen when he played with the Pats back in the day, like how good he was. And 
I, I don't know. I, I can't remember the last time we had a Western. Wow. I can't remember. I, I can't. Like, maybe, <laughs> and I'll give a shout-out because he's the head coach of the Calgary Canucks. Brad Moran was a absolute stud out here for Calgary. For Bugsy. Yeah. He was, he's in, he's playing Drumheller in round one of the playoffs right now. They're playing Camros, by the way, when you're going to Canada. Oh, you were Canada. listening to that? I did. I heard that. I wanted to prep myself a little bit, so I'm helping you out here. Yeah. Well, listen. <clears throat> Where do you want to go? Told you it was going to be a hockey talk. And have you ever been accused of being a squirrel, Gino? Uh, all I think that happened on Friday when you were at my broadcast. <laughs> like, Gino, let's get it on the rails. No. If you can't keep this on the rail, I know I can't. No. <laughs> so we'll get to the NHL talk in a moment, but I just want to say, oh, Nolan Patrick, Tacona Pally says, and, yeah, <laughs> it's it. It started out great. Yeah, I just watched them the other night. It started out great. It didn't. It, how's it going now? Uh, hey, Kate. For those that have tuned in, because we this are obviously our fastest growing region for viewership is now Alberta. It was Ontario for a while. Really? Yeah, but tonight, Flames Oilers in the Saddle Dome. What do you think is going to happen? Oh man, I my old like the like I am not supposed to be a Flames fan because you try to cover it like everybody, but the root the old man has season tickets in the eighties and the nineties. So yeah, there's there's a there's a sea of red under here that would be supportive. There's three things in life that I've noticed since Connor McDavid came into the league: death, taxes, and McDavid beating the Flames. It That's just seems to I'm always happen. Yeah, and you, at the you look at the couple of games that Calgary should have won in recent memory. And then when Dave Tibbett was coaching, he double shift McDavid and Drysdale at the end. You pop in two or three and win the game in regulation if they're down. I feel like we're going to get another tight one tonight. I I just that that kid's too good. Like and he's still a kid, right? So I I think it, I've I'll say this: it's going to overtime tonight. I'll say four three overtime, Edmonton. Well, but then the Flames they'll take their points. You know, take like, the loser point. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I would take a loser point over Edmonton. Because then they don't get to. Do the Oilers make the playoffs, Gino? <sighs> I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> they, He's a Calgary guy. Come on. He, I hope not, but I think it's a shame for hockey that we don't get to see Connor McDavid in the playoffs. To try yeah. and grow this absolute game even more, you need your top player to be on at center stage. Tom Brady needs to be in the playoffs. He was there for 20-plus years. Michael Jordan needs to be in the playoffs. Conrad David needs to be in the playoffs. Edmonton needs to do whatever they possibly can. And it's not. Who knows? They might be. You know, they might. I think but. I wouldn't want to play him in round one if they make it as the wild card with McDavid. Have nothing like with the momentum that he could have on a playoff run. Well, with the Oilers goaltending, I would want to play them in the first <laughs> that's round. Fair, that's fair. And the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is. Which NHL team's goaltending is the biggest concern? Your options are Edmonton, Florida, Toronto, or other. And last I looked was 68% of the vote. Those are Trump-like numbers. 68% of the vote. <laughs> Edmonton has the biggest concern in gold, and I don't think anybody I voted would for that. Edmonton. Did you? I, I voted this morning. Well, and I, I, so we covered the Battle of Alberta tonight. I got to thank this guy, Gino, because he watches every day. You do your support, everything that we do. And that's why I wanted to go down to Okotoks the other night. And I got to be honest, I pulled up to the rink. I didn't think I'd know too many people. And it was cold that night. And it, I'm like, I was. Yeah, well, and it's snowing too. Right. It was, I was a little trepidatious going into the building. All of a sudden, it was like the greatest thing ever. Mm -hmm. I had. 
so much fun. You know, you can throw a rock at Okotoks from here. Yeah, it's very close. But I couldn't <laughs> believe, Gino, how many NHL people were there. Well, is that a common thing? Well, when Rieger Lorenz is a potential first-round pick in the NHL draft, he sure is. And that's why I think a lot of people were there, obviously. We've had this year in Okotoks, and the product that Okotoks has put on since uh, they made that hiring of Tyler King, who's been a genius in the AJHL. When we got that, you saw that nice video board, I know on your commercials. Cool. That was that was a Saskatchewan built video video board. That was an IKS. Yes, thing. it was. Yeah. So, and that's really exciting to see. And the the league has got well, the sorry, Okotoks has got that WHL feeling of presentation right now with that video board, and we get to showcase Rieger Lorenz and who you saw, and we talked about Bowden Singleton, who is a commit to the University of North Dakota, could also be drafted in the late rounds, but Rieger's kind of slated in that late first to second round pick, and that's where you see you saw the. 20 to 25 scouts there. You yeah. kind of remind me of Peter Lubardius. When you go to a rink, do you actually get to watch the game? I keep an eye on because it. Because people are, I saw you visiting and visiting and scouts everywhere. Like the one time I believe this year we've had, there was 27 NHL scouts. It was a, I think a random Tuesday game where everybody was in town, just filled the ranks. And I want the record I've ever seen was when Kale McCarr played. Everybody had two. <laughs> 60 scouts in the 60 building. scouts in the building, and they were watching one player. Brooks Bandits, yes. Well, he was, he's okay. He's not bad. Might be the best defenseman in the league right now, but that's... Well, there's no doubt. Northwest Flames, right here from Calgary. Yeah, well, I got to be honest. When I, I went into the broadcast booth uh, Friday night in Okotoks with a Geno's invitation, didn't get asked to go on the Black Falls broadcast, but we won't go Ooh, there. Ooh, shots fired. And you were like, Rod, this is Mark Frank. And I got to... Your color guy. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, the Mark Frank? Former Pretty big name Tiger. in hockey back in the day, right? And the, the funny thing is I always bug him because he's, he's, he's an older guy, which is We kind of look like a retired school teacher. Yeah. Maybe he, a shop he, teacher. He, he owned the uh, George in Okotoks, the, the bar there, and got into junior even more so. He's third in AJHL penalty minutes by a goaltender. And he only played half a season. He got th and he let he was on the leader. He was a big name. We've found Mark Frank, everybody. He's doing color commentary, in and Okotoks. he lives in Okotoks. And he's he's so yeah. much fun to be on on the broadcast. And Bob Ridley actually texted him during a game. Uncle once. Riddles, yes. What did he say? Oh, I just said Mark, like Mark Frank. Is he said the same <laughs> thing. Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> say uh, hi to Smiley for me. I guess his nickname was Smiley in the Western League. Well, he wasn't smiling a whole lot the other night, but you know, forgive <laughs> us up. for the hardcore deep hockey talk here but i know that people do enjoy that as Out well here they do yes they absolutely do what a what a wonderful hockey community but i'll say this <clears throat> and we'll get back on point but i was listening because i left the game early i always that's do. okay wanted to get on the road and uh everything that mark said was going to happen happened and you're like it's like you're coaching the game mark and he's like i don't want to go back and do that no he it was so funny yeah he would go and just say, I'm an old coach, first and foremost. I'm like, yes, you are. He actually coached the Calgary Buffaloes when they went to the TELUS Cup in Sudbury in 2002. I had to look that mm -hmm. up. I had to do Googling. Yeah, Chris Kalanos was on his team, and I can't remember if Danny Heatley was on that or not. So, But he was a coach here. He's an absolute huge name. He, yeah. He's one of my favorite people in the old time. Old Big name. Yeah. Um, I'm going to slide into the chat here. You Pat betcha. Patrolman Pete is watching. In uh, Winnipeg, he says the AJHL is doing some good stuff. I was amazed by the plans for the new Sherwood Park rink, better than both WHL rinks in Manitoba. My cousin Christine in Madison Hat, she's watching, and she says, I'm missing my usual broadcasters for the Raptors games. Where are they, by the way? 
Are they? Are you a Raps fan? I I enjoy the game of bat. I actually yeah. played basketball because I couldn't skate. So oh, is like, that right? I played two years of hockey, but I was a basketball player first. My mom was six feet tall, so. She How tall like, are you? You're a big six five. She was an old. Hey, you're a big she, she was an old Canadian basketball player for Lethbridge College. Where do you get your clothes? Uh, get the internet. Really? <laughs> yeah. Some nice threads, you, you sporting man. I, I like this. This is my Melfort Mustang, circa 2011, 12. Yeah, but you look like a Wall Street <laughs> investment guy uh, the other night. I, I, I ballooned a little bit. The one don't fit very well. Right now. <laughs> so, okay, wow. That's, I'm going to blame COVID Paint for another six months. Uh, by yes. the way, while, while we're on the topic of basketball for a second, the BCLA is the best continental professional basketball league in the Americas, and it's coming to Calgary March 14th to the 16th live at Windsport Arenas. The top leagues in the Americas are represented, including CEBL champions, the Edmonton Stingers, who lost last night in the opening of the group stage while their second game of it they lost in Nicaragua. But they're coming back here to Calgary hosting all these same teams March 14th to the 16th. If you're a basketball fan, join us at Winsport. Moose and I will be there. Sounds like maybe Gino too. I'm, we'll see what I, the Okotoks orders I, I, are doing. I might have a playoff game. but Exactly. I might, and yeah, no, I, I, but you can get your tickets. I'll tell you who might be there. P. Lombardius might sneak in there. Lou, game Lou of the be, night. He was, a, he was a Jack Simpson gym in UFC on a Sunday Well, afternoon. there you go. But you can get your tickets at <laughs> CEBL. Dot CA. That's the CEBL's official website, CEBL.ca. So we are covering a lot of ground. I, yeah, you mentioned, thank you. Canmore is playing Camrose. Camrose. Series tied at one. Yeah. So the last, here's, here's just so you know, the bane of my existence in a way. <laughs> I go out to Canmore to watch my buddy's kid the other night. And my cousins text me and said, did you know you have a relation playing on the Eagles that you didn't even look up? I'm like, yes, I know, but I didn't want to bother him. No. Ethan Schaefer of the Eagles is having a hell of a season. BC kid, yes. I think he was second in team scoring, if I'm not mistaken. Very hard to miss tremendous hockey players. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going back out on Wednesday. Okay, I'll look Ethan up. But it's just. Former Swift Broncos uh, assistant coach Andrew Milne, the head coach of the Canmore Eagles. He's been there a long time. Yes, he has. I'm loving it. Big time hockey community out here. And I'm, I always knew, because when I called the World Juniors on Sportsnet Radio in 2012, I'm like, wow, do they love hockey out here. Yes, and do they know hockey out yes, here? Yes, they do. Big They're time. Very passionate, and they, 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 they die on certain hills for junior hockey. <laughs> right. Yes, they do. <laughs> so, and now, furthermore, and we can sashay over next segment, maybe to some Vancouver Canucks talk, and maybe even BCJ, because the viewers have been asking for it today but what about the report that came out that the flames have broken off talks with the city of calgary and have opened talks with the leaders of sutina nation right here to build a new nhl arena for the flames on this treaty seven land oh well first i'm gonna i'll kind of stage this a little bit a not surprised rod when you go out when if anybody comes to this casino you've seen it what what do you see when you go out the door what do you see mountains Open land. There's that too. A lot, there's a lot, <laughs> a of, lot of open land and then mountains. There's a lot of yeah. dirt out here. And, and my other job, and thankfully I have an employer that allows me to do this, dirt can move at faster than hockey players out here. Construction can be built pretty quick if there's a couple papers signed here. I'm not surprised this at all, and it would be great. And the only issue I think that everybody's having with Cal- they want a, everybody wants an arena in this town. We love the Saddle Dome. We always will cherish the Saddle Dome. It's older than me. I'm 34 years old. 
you need something newer to draw. They miss out on so much at the Saladome. Not Sporting events, they've got that covered. The World Juniors, they can still do that there. Hitman can play there, still do that. So many concerts and other events can't go there because of the acoustics of the Saddledome. It's too archaic, and they can't make it work. That's why all the hot marquee concerts in Alberta end up going to Edmonton. Always. So, good kudos to Sutina if they want to do it. Like, Oh, I think they do. From what I hear, why, I think Why not? Do. What, what, yeah. what do you have to lose, right? Well, I guess it's a lot of money at stake to build. Or, um, the only, they have a lot of money. The only thing would be is transit, I think, is the only thing. Like, just from a real spot. Like, you want to have the LRT. There's no LRT coming out to Grey Eagle, but everybody drives here anyway. Yeah, gas is getting... Uh, well, you mentioned the land. Yeah. Acres and acres and acres of exactly. parking, too, on top of the they arena. They can build parking. When everybody hates taking public transit in Calgary. Yeah. This is, is not a Glendale situation. This is not an Ottawa situation. No. Regal Resort and Casino is right off Glenmore Trail. This is not a travel situation. It, it's we, not an inconvenience. It's all. not an inconvenience. We need to take a timeout, and maybe we'll turn it over to the viewers when we come back, whatever they want to talk about. I know you're game with that. Yeah, right, sure. Gino? Gino DiPaoli, the voice of the Okotoks Oilers, and also from Fan 960 All Sports Radio in Calgary, joining us here at Gray Eagle. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, YouTube live streaming, and if you missed any part of the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Game day in Calgary. Flames and Oilers tonight in the Saddledome. Look at that, the team store. Humming already. Ah, uh, yeah. Hour two of the RP Show is brought to you by Great Western Original 16 Beer. The best beer in the game. And by the way, Ron Thompson is our winner of the Bet Regal Game of the Weekend pick. He picked the Flames to beat the Avalanche. That's exactly what happened in Colorado. We'll be sending you... A Bet Regal prize package of swag from our friends at Bet Regal. Uh, we have with us Gino DePauli, the voice of the Okotoks Oilers, to talk some NHL today. It's a big hockey day. Our numbers are strong. I appreciate everybody appreciating us today. And here we are, Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. And let's have a little fun with this. We're on the stage. As Moose and I said, I hope we never leave from here. <laughs> uh, we're now going to be here till April 28th. A small break in between, but we're coming back April 28th. The golf tournament's in June. I got the information here. You might be able to help me out with that with Uh some celebrities that we're trying to stock it with. So everything is great. Everything's coming up Gray Eagle. And you, sir, were winning this morning. You've got your chips. Apparently, Moose found your Yeah, I left the big one. I left the big one at the table there. The $100 one that I put in originally, so... Everybody's a winner at Grey Eagle. Can I say that? Does that help today? The one thing I, I'm going to say before you go in deeper, you know what you're going to be around for now, Rods? Tell me. Be, what? The, the Max Tournament. I know. How exciting is that? The delayed Max Tournament, yes. Oh, I was thinking about that. I'm like, Rods, gonna, you should do one show from the Max Tournament. Might be tough. But I think they're doing, they have some of the games at Seven Chiefs, actually. So just throw, right in our back. Right, right, right next door. So I don't know. It's just. <sighs> So unbelievable here. Like, people are like, as soon as we got here to Gray Eagle, they're like, you got to go see the Seven Chiefs Arena. This was the Gray Eagle people. So we go down there, and it's like NHL caliber scoreboard yep, in course. a 2,000-seat arena. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I haven't seen it yet with my own two eyes. It's, oh, you have It's on my list. I just haven't got over there yet. Oh, you should hit it today. 
I might. Um, I might have to go back to my other job at some point. Get to work, yeah. yeah. By the way, Mike Blackbird's watching in Toronto, and he says, are you excited for the Centennial Cup to come back? And what he means by that is, A, they haven't played it for a couple of years, and B, I think they played one year that they called it the Centennial Cup. Before that, the Royal Bank Cup, the National Junior A That was in Brooks. Tournament. Yeah, that was the last one they had was Brooks. the Centennial Cup, right? It was the National Junior A Yeah, they hadn't named it the Centennial it was the Cup. N- they called it the N-Jack, which was a really terrible name for it, but it was in Brooks, and Brooks won on home ice in 2019. Yeah. Won. And then it was the Royal Bank Cup for... Years and years, and then the Centennial Cup right before the, what, 96 was the first Royal Bank Cup in Melford? In Melford, I was there. How about were. that? Of course you were. And you were just running around in diapers almost. God, I, realizing hope, I think how... I was nine. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're excited, and we're going to be in Estevan. Awesome. Broadcasting from Affinity Place that whole weekend. Uh, the, t- the 10 best Junior A teams in the nation are going to be there. <clears throat> Again, let's jump into the chat with whatever comments you may have i mean when people get talking about new arenas they get very excited all across north america like my heavens look at the arizona situation i'm still fascinated by how many canadians care about that situation i think it's just because it's an nhl team yeah you know what i mean pretty much yeah but what they're saying here in calgary is if you do put an nhl arena on sutina nation which is just as i've said to my friends you tell me if i'm wrong gino if you took a clock it's the 7.30 on the position where we are. Yeah, there about, go, about right that. Maybe, about quarter two, maybe quarter two. A little. No, no, you're right, about 7.30. Right around the – and people are saying there's no LRT train out there. And nope. people want to have a couple of drinks at the game, and they don't want to drive. Of course, me, seven years sober, I don't see it through that perspective. How big of a factor is that, that there is no public transit? Uh, um, well, obviously we'll get buses for it. I know right yeah. now the LRT, your closest stop would probably be – Ooh, you're probably your closest stop would probably be Chinook and drive over, which would st- you'd have to probably the Flames would have to do some sort of shuttle bus sort of program early on unless they can get a lineup because they're doing a different green line kind of out where the new developments in the southeast side of the city are, which would be Mahogany and uh, Copperfield. That's way down the corner, like it's and they've changed hockey districts because of that area. Uh, that's the newest line, I think, and I'm not. I'm no Calgary politic. I don't keep up on Calgary politics at all. But the LRT, I think, is a big one, just because you can get there. But if you up your busing, it might work. It'll be. This is kind of goes back on Mayor Yodi Gondak now to come up with the idea, and same with Marie Edwards as the ownership group. They're Calgarians want a lot of things. They don't want to pay. They don't want to pay with their taxpayer dollars either, though, right? Like that's it. It comes down to that civic politic yammering and complaining till the end of time everybody wants to rebuild i would love it here it doesn't and it'll go back to my way of kind of thinking with the old school mentality that i kind of have people drive everywhere in this part we yeah, probably we're used should. to it i'm used to driving an hour i'm used to driving 45 minutes when i moved to melford was actually the most mind-blowing thing like if it was under an hour i'll do it but can you go to tisdale like or you want to come to tisdale tonight i was like that's like two hour round trip i don't want to do that <laughs> Like Didn't want to do it there. No. Yeah. By the way, one last thing on the stadium arena debate, and then we'll move into the NHL talk again and today's poll question, which NHL team has the most concerning goaltending situation? Oilers are running away with it. And the Jets aren't a team with a goaltending concern, but I want your take on the Jets Ooh. and the fact that they just can't win. But you do, as a Calgary sportscaster, have to broadcast – about the orders, or uh, sorry, the Stampeders and cover the Stampeders. 
Here at Gray Eagle, they are huge Stampeders fans. I'm told they've had a suite at McMahon Stadium ever since this casino's been open for 15 years. They're huge Stamp supporters. Do we ever see a day that there's a new football stadium for the football team here? Oh, that's a really hard... Are you hearing anything? Oh, I haven't heard a thing. Football's put on the back burner for infrastructure. When they did the original Calgary Next, which was the event center that we're at now, there was a field house put in there. That was the original plans back in, I can't even tell you when that date was, when they started this with Ken Five, King. six years ago, sorry? Oh, more than, probably, more than that? Probably a decade, probably since I was in college. And I, I don't see it happening. I just don't, unless they have the, the money to do it. They're going to try and build a new arena first and then try patch the McMahon, which has served its purpose. McMahon Stadium is... Doesn't know anybody anything. Yeah. And it's the same when, when Taylor Field was finally done, right? It doesn't know anybody anything. Do you want to put a dome on it? Probably not. But I don't see it anytime soon. I really don't. I just, unless you, unless you get an influx of ownership and money coming in to do the Calgary next, which I think is kind of off the table because I think mm-hmm. that turned into a, like a $1.5 billion project if you had a field house in on the original Calgary next. So... I, I don't see it. It would be amazing for football. It would probably give an extra shot in the arm in this area for football. There's no doubt. Well, having those Stampeders interviews on Friday certainly <laughs> got the headlines going across the CFL here, and I appreciate the Stamps for sending their coaches down. Uh, one more. Ron Thompson in Calgary is watching on Game Plus Television. He texts in on the 902 line, and he says, a building, uh, building a new stadium on Sutina Nation would be the smartest thing for the Flames and the city. Get her done. Now, Randy in the peg writes in. Randy in the peg says, good morning, RP crew. Goaltender thoughts. Maple Leafs will be on the golf course after four playoff games. (laughs) Shesterkin can lead the Rangers to the cup. He's that good. Well, uh, last night, he had a big night as the New York Rangers were winners over the Winnipeg Jets. Um... I don't know. I, I saw this. Pardon I, me. I think you're, you're going to say the same thing I'm going to. He has never lost a game where he's faced more than 40 shots. Is that what you're... No. Uh, I saw that on rolling around. It's a hell of a stat. Night. It's a hell of a stat. <laughs> the Winnipeg Jets outshot the New York Rangers last night, 46-22 in Winnipeg, and lost. And here's my... I saw this on Twitter. Somebody said, where would the Rangers be without Igor Shesterkin? And I hate that argument. We used to have that in Regina with Josh Harding, who ended up being a second-round pick of the Minnesota Wild, and some will say the greatest Pats goalie ever. He's definitely top two with Eddie Stanowski. And it's like, why do the Rangers need to apologize that Igor Shesterkin's on their team? Why did we need to apologize in Regina that we had the best goalie in the league? Yeah, we probably would have missed the playoffs without him, but so what? He is on our team. And I think part of the reason under this resurgence for the Rangers is Shesterkin. And probably a coaching change in Gerard Gallant. A couple of first-round picks. Uh, that, doesn't, Cap- that doesn't hurt years starting to play. Yeah, and, and Capocacco and getting Chris Kreider doing what he's doing right now. Good Lord. Like, it, and how dare you draft a good player? How dare you find something? That's what I mean. What do they have to apologize There's for? Nothing. nothing. Like, well, here's a question. I hate the argument. I'll throw one. Where would the Winnipeg Jets be without Connor Hellbuck right now? <laughs> They'd be the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> They'd be wanting. They'd be looking for Connor Bedard in two years. Yeah, not necessarily that bad, but you know what I'm saying. Exactly. I think I went on a limb and said that the 
Flames are going to draft Bedard in a couple years. I think we've all gone down that. that did we, you too? I wanted to go hard for Bedard. I really did. <laughs> Sorry. I gotcha. <laughs> I would, Calgary has never had, like, Johnny Gaudreau, great. The 80s teams, great. Wasn't around for them. 90s, you had Jerome. But you yeah. never got that first round. You got you, Your highest pick ever was Sam Bennett in the fourth overall. Didn't work out. Works great in Florida now. But you've never had the chance to have a phenom coming out of junior for the Calgary Flames. They've never had it. Never. They haven't had a McDavid or a Dry Drysidle fell to three, so I'll give that a pass. But you've never had a McDavid or a Crosby. The chance that you thought you might get a Wright or a Bedard coming into the season for Shane Wright. Kind of glisten. I, I'm all about failure if you're going to have positive change. I'm all about it, but right well, now they've changed that. Me too, um, and that's my thing. Do you agree with it? Did you think... The junior hockey adage that if you're not in contention to win at all, then you should be selling off to build to be. And if that's the case, then you're the Winnipeg Jets. If you're just scratching to get into the playoffs, and that's going to be your barometer for success or not, I don't think that's what you want to strive for. 100%. I I would rather be bad for three years than to be good for eight. That's an 11-year cycle. I'll take that percentile. But (sighs) you, you... I deal with a junior league that everybody makes the playoffs except for two teams, so everybody thinks they're in it. They got a chance to go, and nobody trades off. I would love nothing more if teams got into that point where you'd have those swift current Bronco-like load up, we're going for it, we're going to be bad for two to three years mentality out here in junior A. It doesn't happen. It's so hard to do so. But I would, I would rather see a competitive playoff where you see, like I think this year we got Kelowna's doing well. You have the Winnipeg Ice, Edmonton. Edmonton's got five world junior Players on their roster. I watched them on Saturday here. I'm like, this isn't even fair. They've got three NHL players on their team. I think Winnipeg and Winnipeg will be right there to try and take them, right? So I would love that sort of, you can kind of tear yourself. And once you make the playoffs, what's the difference, right? If you could still scratch and claw that way and you've sold off and you're going to be better for two years, I'm all for that. Yeah. I'm all for a guy, a team that goes all in. I will never not say, oh, you shouldn't have done that and got rid of it because. Like you said earlier, jobs are on the line. Somebody might have to do it. Like, look at Columbus a couple of years ago when they went all in and got Matt DeShane and they got to the second round of the playoffs. Didn't work, but they made They tried. They tried. At, at least you tried. Yeah. You yeah. didn't just slink in and back your way in and didn't do anything, and you're still going to be average the next year. Well, not too many coaches get fired after they make the playoffs, regardless of how far they go. And I think that's the thing is the goal for Vancouver was to just make the playoffs. For the Jets, now it's... They're not going to be win the Stanley Cup. So what are we doing here? And by the way, before we break, I have to ask you this, and I'll ask the viewers, because every year we talk about this. Will you be watching TSN's trade deadline coverage, and for that matter, Sportsnet's? Because it's two weeks from today, and I'm thinking, I've been fooled once, I've been fooled twice, I've been fooled thrice. I'm not watching anymore. Just hit me. I'll get the notifications with where Mark Andre Fleury goes. Yep. Or where, like, I'm. I'm not going to be watching. Are you? Are you, Gino? Do you remember the days when I remember being in college when this happened? When the trade deadline was huge and they'd make like 900 trades. You'd get up at 6 a.m. and for myself, right. being the the degenerate that I was, you might crack something open while you're doing it. Right. Like 6 a.m. Make a party out of it. Make a party all day. And everybody's like, "What are you doing? It's deadline day." But what has happened? Nothing, but we're waiting. <laughs> you were on the edge of your seats watching TSN or Sportsnet or on the Are we radio. still? I'm not. No, me the, the, either. The big trades are going to be done two or three days before that. So you can get more time to develop. 
Look at the Tyler Toffoli trade case in point. That's where I, I'll I rest. I rest. It's two no's. Are you going to be watching the TSN and Sportsnet trade deadline coverage? Uh, we're not. When we come back, we'll get into the viewer comments earlier than normal, a sports update, and we'll talk about all the other sporting topics that are on the table. You are watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino today and maybe forever <laughs> on the stage bar. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed flames oilers getting after it tonight on a monday battle of alberta what do you think is going to happen? You can catch it on Sportsnet Flames or Sportsnet Oilers. It is the talk of the town. Listen, uh, Gino DePaoli is here, the voice of the Okotoks Oilers, and I'm not done talking about them yet. You'll see this Oilers uh, rag, if I may. What do you it's call it? It's a towel. Towel. It was towel. A t- they had a towel. Right. They were all on all the seats in Okotoks the other night. I swiped two, sorry to say. That's okay. Well, It was well, for the well, set. We'll allow it. The From the morning draw at the Briar... By the way, as I look at the sports update here, uh, Tim Hortons-Briar continuing in this morning draw. Kevin Cooey, Brennan Botcher looking to remain unbeaten. I have scores here. i got to yell at Moose. Moose! <laughs> Is there curling on TV? It's still going? Okay. Bingo! Okay, still going. <laughs> well, I have curling.ca up here. Where do you go for your curling news, Gino? Uh, I be honest. Probably my phone. Okay. Probably actually, if you want to do a name drop, it'd be probably former Claire Hannessy if they're doing curling stuff. Well, I'm just wondering if these are finals. We got Team Dunstone over Team Young, Newfoundland 9-3. Like, is that a final? It looks like Dunstone beat Newfoundland 9-3. Yeah, he did, to improve to 4-0. Saskatchewan Colton Flash beat New Brunswick's Grattan 8-4. Flash now 2-1. Make the final. Brendan Botcher of Team Canada Uh, winning 11-4 over PEI. So Botcher now 3-0. And Cooey won. It looks like these are all finals. I apologize. I'm not totally sure how to read this scoreboard. Raised in Saskatchewan, I don't know how to read a curling scoreboard. I just don't know if they're finals or not. Cooey over UConn, 9-3, and Cooey's now 4-0. It's over? Yeah, they're they're all fine. Make the final. Where's Vic Router, by the way? I haven't seen Vic Router. Is it is it Brian Mudrick who's calling it? Moody's calling them all, from what I can see. Is Brian Mood sorry, is Vic Router hanging out with Matt Devlin and that's why we haven't seen them on these broadcasts? What's going on? Did, I, I, I don't watch did, much curling anymore, but I will fine. I do on my tweets when an Oiler victory happens in Okotoks, I will say once in a while, make the final. <laughs> make the final. God bless Vic Router. Well, these big big name TSN announcers i haven't seen them this week so i'm just wondering what's going on am i out of the loop maybe he's groomed and he just comes for like the semis and the finals now that's what i'm thinking that might be a deal christine my cousin christine in meta said hat 
says, Calgary is a great city to live close to. I have no desire to live there. That's fair. That's That's fair. fair. That's like me in Los Angeles. We came back from L.A., and Moose is all he talks about is L.A. And I'm like, I lasted a day. You and I, I can't would live fail there. Oh, it's too too busy for me. Yeah. Too busy for me. Now, now I, I would say coming from a town of 640 people, being raised on a farm where you go three days without seeing a person. Um, well, the hamlet of Cayley down south of here is about 156. So I'm right in the same. Is that ball. where you came from? That's where I'm from. Well, south of the river. Moose is from Winyard, the chicken capital. Right. So that that's not really comparable to Los Angeles. I think he needs to spend more time in Los Angeles and. He'll dislike it. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, our head studio's anchored there, there you from go. Anthem Sports. But listen, we've been doing a lot of hockey talk here today. We got Gino DePali with us, fan 960, Calgary, voice of the Okotoks Oilers. You got to tell me a Bo Levi Mitchell story. <laughs> you don't have to tell I that story unless you want to. That's right? the only story I've got. Is that one that I don't. I, I, up to you. I bothered him a little bit one day because I was a, not interning, but I was doing my fill-in shift at the uh, fan. And it, it's not a secret or anything like that, but, you know, I, I broke wind. And How about that? And, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and Bo Levi Mitchell showed up early for his radio show, and it, it just lingered. And he, I got the dirtiest look from He's like, and he knew, he knew who it was, right? And I don't know, Bo. I, I have no connection to the Stampeders whatsoever. Actually, I do. One of my relatives used to be a lineman for the Stampeders way back in the day, Ron Albright. Right? That was it. So I, How about I, made, I made Bo Levi Mitchell mad. Well, not mad, but dis- I disappointed Bo Levi Mitchell. What are you going to do? And the thing in those radio studios, there's no ventilation. <laughs> <laughs> you knew exactly where I was going. Uh, let's leave it at that. I'm, I'm, I, I promise I'm a better human than that. Well, as they say, he who smelt it dealt it. But in this case, I did. no. Yeah. So I, I said that Sorry. we were going to talk some CFL, but you said you're kind of not up on your I'm CFL. I'm not up game. on the I, – I, that's why I watch you guys. That's why. So I, I don't have a whole lot. So No, it's fine. I, I think the Stamps will make their renaissance, though, would they not? Like it kind of feels like with all the signs, and then you've got Edmund – when you kind of dropped all that Edmonton Elk stuff on me last week, like that's the first time I've heard things from the Elks in years or like in months so. of all the players they've signed. Yeah, and just like their season ticket drive of ninety nine. Oh, that did that I drop was... all that on you on I the show? So. You mean or when we were talking? No, I, I, I was just listening to the show one okay. one one afternoon in the office, and I was like, oh no, they've sold tickets. How dare they? <laughs> I know for uh, for ninety nine dollars. How dare you try and make revenue? <laughs> Favorite topic of our viewers, I've learned, and our fans, the Rod Squad, is ticket prices. And I appreciate you comping my ticket the other night, $18 for a playoff game, Okotoks Oilers. Did you guys jack him for the playoffs, or is that always? Uh, that's always the standard for, for any Junior A playoff. They do go up a hair. I, I can't remember what the pricing were. I think it was actually only a buck, actually. It went up a buck per round, something like that. I, you're better to, you could add your early bird chances, too, though, right? Like that, There's so many Junior A teams, and maybe even Western League teams, I don't know the leaps and bounds of it, but you do have the chance to kind of get a little bit of a deal if you buy in early. And I know Okotoks, for a fact, they did a really good initiative where if you buy all the possible games that they play, they'll credit you next, next year. year. So there's options to get around it where you are mad, but, oh, I've already paid tickets for the next year. Yeah, like a lot that. of teams do that. It's, I digress. Like, you know what? The price of fuel is $2 a liter in Vancouver. Could be a lot worse. Could be worse, yes. 
Uh, are we going to be seeing you in Esteban at the C Cup? I don't know. I'm probably... Well, if the Oktober... Is your team making it? That's my point. They've got to go through Brooks and Spruce Grove to get there, and that's going to be tough. This is, this is the team you saw on Friday is the youngest team in the AJHL. They're half an age younger than everybody else. And all their... Tw- it, I think they'll make, if they can get to the South final, that would be awesome. I, the expectations was to try and get to the South this year. I, it'll be. T- I would. I don't know. I hate doing this because you put me on the spot, but it's going to be a tough one. It, I hope they can at least get to the South final and kind of get back to where they have Tyler Dice, a former Melford Mustang. If I'll drop that in, the head coach of the Oak Oaks Oilers, he has never not made it to the AJHL South Division final in his tenure as the coach of the Oak Oaks Oilers. So. I, I might go. I'm If I can get out there, I might. Okay, well, we'll be there for sure. I, I All week, you're going to be at that tournament? Oh, yeah. That's going to be awesome. No. Looking forward to it. Gino, good luck at the tables, my friend. Uh, I'm done. As long as Moose brings me my black chip, I'm okay. out of here. I knew that this would be fantastic. <laughs> Gino DePaldi, the voice of the letters, and the Moose will be with us right after this for overtime. Stick around, everybody, as we go into viewer takeover. You're watching on Game Plus TV, live streaming on YouTube, and, of course, 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Game day in Calgary. I can tell you they're all buzzing about it. The Battle of Alberta heats up tonight. There, the saddle them. It's a 7.30 mountain face-off. You can watch on Sportsnet Flames or Sportsnet Oilers. And what I'm hearing a lot of as we bring the moose back in for the first time in quite some time is that the Oilers are the kryptonite of the Calgary Flames. And the Flames, of course, trying to build their cushion atop the Pacific Division. Yep. Is there any talk, Moose, out on the... Casino floor of the game tonight. Is any buzz out there? Are you hearing anything? Yeah, I mean, they're already uh, showing it on TV, like the highlights or the oh, little game previews on TV. People are wandering around, wondering what's going on. There's a little chatter back and forth. Yeah, the Oilers are playing the Flames tonight. Big game tonight. So uh, they're excited in this town already, and I just hope we didn't uh, send 30 or 40 people down to the Flames store thinking it was open right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's an old video. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're fine. They can figure that out. Yeah. So this is overtime. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Hockey League. I know they were jammed the other night for the UFC event, but I was tucked away, long gone to Betty Bye by then. Those UFC events getting to be a little late for yeah. me, but I know that they had a great time there. Short Shark Club here, and this is viewer takeover, proudly presented by. Let's say the BCLA League. I like that. How about that right now? Rob Tyson is watching on Game Plus Television right now in Cold Lake, Alberta. And he says, Rod, why the annoying alliteration when saying medicine hat? That's how you can tell that he's a new viewer. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. It's from the NHL 07 video game, if they're still doing it. Right. Gary Thorne and Bill Clement broadcasted the, where they were the voices of the game. And back then, <laughs> which you still can, you could insert the CHL teams. Yeah. So we would play the Pats when I was with the Pats, and we'd play the Tigers, we'd play the Blades, whatever. And these NHL announcers would call the junior game. It was unbelievable. Great. So at the end of the game, I was actually playing 
Mitchell Scruffy Blair. I was playing Scruffy again. And it was at the end of the game in the Medicine Hat Arena. The 18,000-seat Medicine Hat Arena. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it said, for Bill Clement, this is Gary Thorne saying so long from Medicine Hat. We laughed about that for years. And Scruffy at the time, <laughs> with all due apologies to Medicine Hat, Scruffy says, like Gary Thorne would ever be caught dead in Medicine Hat. Right. This guy's he's a New York guy. Yeah. So from now on, and from then on, it's Medicine Hat. John Kirby in Edmonton uh, points out, $899 for club season tickets for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, that's a deal. Because I'm paying 1000 each for mine with the Regina Pats. I haven't used them once this year. So, again, you, I know people love to talk about ticket price, but it's, it's a slippery slope, isn't it? It's a tough one. It's a really tough conversation. The teams need to make money. Yeah. You know, if, you, if your product is in demand, then you can charge a little bit more. But it, it's really hard because, you know, you're struggling for attendance and we want to look back oh it's too expensive it's not always the case you know sometimes you just don't want to go there's other factors not getting into the rink but ticket prices yeah it's a tough conversation it's uh but you know what we're a sports talk show morphing into entertainment so we can talk about that every day and we will talk about it every day we can talk about whatever we want yeah but here's a funny thing i don't want a namer but this lady said that she wouldn't pay $67 to go to a Flames game because I said I paid that last week to go to the... Who was here? Whoever it was, I don't even remember. Who the Flames were playing? The Minnesota, the, the Minnesota game? Uh, it was after that. It was the night the honor of the Ukraine before the... Doesn't matter. Go to every Flames game. I can't remember who it was. Right. But I had to buy the ticket because the press the box was full. Canadians. Yeah, Montreal. Sorry. And she says, I'm not going to pay it. But then that same person wrote me within the next 24 hours and said, how much for the Bedard jersey... Money's no object. Well, I, well, what do you mean money's no object? I thought you said $67 was too much to watch the Flames. It's all what you're willing to pay and how bad you want it. As Gino said, $18 to watch Okotoks and uh, Black Falls the other night. Yeah. Is that out of line? I don't know. <laughs> you were talking about again i'm not no no it's a rhetorical question i know no no it all depends on your business model and your expenses too and but it, and then demand like you know at 30 dollars a ticket to go to a junior game probably not taking the family it's a little bit steep but you know the nhl you value a little bit more and for this lady i mean she wasn't really it wasn't i'm going to the flames game no matter what because i need to go it's a if the tickets are affordable or whatever i'll go the bedard jersey i'll want that no matter what so it's all about your own perspective as to what you're willing to pay and what you want. Right. So I'm not the best person to ask for a couple of reasons. One, I have two Pat season tickets at $1,000 each, so 2000 total. And then I get media passes for the games here. Right? So I'm just, yeah, I don't know. Um, you missed the story from Gino. I can't believe he told it on the air. But one of the viewers, Darren Workman, watching in Salt Lake City, says, Is Bo Levi a smart feller or a fart smeller? LOL. You didn't hear the story, did no, you? No, I didn't. Can did I? Can I? What did he say? I said, tell me, a, tell me a Bo Levi story. And I knew what I was doing because he had told me the story in the break before. Right. I'm like, there's no way he's going to tell this story. He did. He was hosting a show on Fan 960. Gino, the guy that was just here. 
And Bill Bo showed up early for his show. It was yeah. coming on next. Gino passed gas oh, in the chair. No. Oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's sitting there. And so Bo, you know what it's like in those radio studios? Oh, my. There's no ventilation. It's exactly what he said. <laughs> <laughs> There's not, though. There's not been in there. It's just what he said. There's no ventilation. There's, it's dead air. And the heat's usually cranked up. Uh, so Bingo. Bo walked in and he was like, <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> there was only one guy in the room. Who else would it be? So it was, and then he said, Bo, he's, I wasn't a fan of the situation. So that's not a good first impression to make. You only get one crack you never at that. get a second chance to make a first impression. That happened once in the bunker back in the Queen City, remember? And we brought a fan in. Well, you know, you go the next to day. grandma's house, it's got a smell. Well, that's the, associated now with our boy Gino. <laughs> for God, a while. God bless him. Yeah, so how about that? That's the story of the day. Uh, well, tomorrow uh, here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, the great Lanny McDonald, Hockey Hall of Famer. Will be joining us, and I believe he's actually on the Hockey Hall of Fame selection committee too. Yeah, WHL Milestone Award. This guy, Lanny McDonald, is a true hockey legend. Who else we got tomorrow? Who else? Oh, come on, the lead singer, vocalist, and keyboardist Michael Bluestein from Foreigner. That's cool. You're just telling me now. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.